You're listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kamajis, a licensed clinical social worker with a multi-state online therapy practice. I have a passion for empowering women and mom therapists to break free of the fear, overwhelm, and oppressive systems that hold them back from taking action and building the private practice of their dreams. My goal is for you to boldly believe in yourself as a clinician and business owner. If you're looking for a place to learn practice building strategy and skill while also claiming your own power as a woman and a therapist, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this week's episode of the Raise to Empower podcast. I'm excited to have my guest here today, Christina Anzell. She is a private practice provider, military spouse, and mama. She started her private practice as a hobby in 2018, but went full-time after her son was born in 2021. Wanting a more flexible schedule, she started helping other therapists build and design their websites on Wix and now has expanded to Squarespace. Christina, I'm excited to get a chance to chat with you today. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I always start off by asking guests a little bit about their background to just kind of help bring context to who you are and how you got here. So share with us a little bit about how you got into the field of mental health and then what kind of led to you in private practice. Yeah. So, um, I got uh, my master's in social work in 2016. Um, And so I've been doing crisis work, um, working with kids and families and worked in the hospital and decided that I didn't want to do that anymore after having my son. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, But in 2018, I um, decided to go into private practice just as a hobby. I wanted Um, my husband was on deployment. I didn't have a lot of things to do. We didn't have my son yet. I was like, Oh, I'll just work more. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I started my private practice and I was like, Oh, I really enjoy this. Yeah. I want to do this more. Um, and that's kind of also where my journey of doing website design started. Okay. Cause I, I knew that I needed to have a website in order to market my private practice but didn't really know anything about sure. it. Right. Um, and so I started all of that learning in 2018 um, and then really truly decided to go private practice without working for agencies when I was six months postpartum and I had tried to go back to work for three months. Yeah. I was like, this is not working. Right? Yeah. Like I need more freedom. I need the freedom to switch my schedule up, to reduce clients when I need to, without having this like pressure. We had like a bonus structure. That's just like, yeah, this is not working anymore for me. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was doing, I'm doing that part-time mom part-time and have, um, you know, now started to do website design because it takes a lot of time and effort to learn everything that you need to learn. Sure. And, um, you know, I, me being a mom now, I would not have been able to do my website or that learning on my own sure. in like this life phase, right? Sure. So trying to help out other 
therapist and moms going into private practice. Yeah, I completely relate to that. I (laughs) built my own website too with Squarespace and I did do it when I had a child, but it was, he was not in that infant phase and it was totally built between nap times and bedtime. And like, that was the time that I would just sit there and either write the copy or like work on the design of the site. But especially now with two kids and a third on the way, there's no way that I would have the time to really dedicate unless like I just cleared my schedule of everything else, which is near impossible. Right. And there's different like uh, levels of support too, right? Like Mm -hmm. completely DIY of you're doing everything and it, you're doing it during nap times and bedtimes and you're okay with that. And it takes a month or two to get it all done. Right. Or you do some like some support with copywriting or some support with design. And then you have like everything done for you. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like all or nothing, like completely hire somebody out. Right. Which can get really expensive. (laughs) For sure. Well, and I also think too, like for those who've listened to the show for a while now, like they've heard me do a couple episodes about the freedom of having your own website and how like that really is your asset. And I think it's really important one to have a website, but also that it's not necessarily through one of those big box subscriptions because it's not really yours. But when it comes down to, okay, creating and designing your own website, I think a lot of times it can feel really daunting and overwhelming because so many of us are like, I didn't go to school for this. And so, you know, I'm just going to hire it out, which can absolutely be done. But like you said, it can be expensive. And I also think it's important for people to know some of the back end themselves, because if something crashes mm-hmm. or you don't use that designer anymore, that like, okay, right. you at least know how to go in and tweak stuff. Right. Well, and it's also like, if you are looking to hire somebody, if they don't have that therapy background or what works for yeah. marketing for therapists, then it might not even mesh with what you're trying to do with your website. Right. And there's a lot of back and forth or whatever. Sure. For you, was there a steep learning curve getting into designing this yourself? Or are you someone that's like, I'm pretty tech savvy. I can kind of figure this out. A little bit of both, right? Like I picked Wix because it's the easiest to learn. So the three like major website building for therapists specifically are um, Squarespace, Wix, and WordPress. Squarespace and Wix um, are pretty similar in terms of how it functions, Mm -hmm. but WordPress was like, I am not touching this because it's like way too complicated, (laughs) (laughs) right? It gives you the most flexibility, but you also, uh, it's a steeper learning curve. So one of the things that I do for my um, website building company is I do teaching sessions. And so we'll, we'll be live. You can book an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever you want. And we are live and you're screen sharing with me or I'm screen sharing with you and we're in there doing the stuff. Um, And so that's been really helpful for the therapists that aren't so tech savvy. Sure. Like, okay, how do I add a button? How do I add a page? How do I change this? So you're actually doing the design, but I'm helping you so that you can go and do it later. Yeah. Well, and I think 
like I know sometimes those sites, like I have a Squarespace site and like their tech support is pretty good, but like, it's not always Mm -hmm. immediately available or like you said, it's not touching on what you need. And so to have somebody there that is like, you have a relationship with and can actually be looking at this at real time in real time with you is so beneficial. Yeah. And they're not going to stay on the phone with you for two hours and just answer your questions. Right. 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 (laughs) So tech support is really good for, I'm having problems with this one thing. But if it's like, okay, I just need to learn this platform, then that's kind of where I come in. Yeah. What do you see as, you know, if someone was saying, I want to get started, but they're like the deer in the headlights and they're not really sure what to do. Like, do you have recommendations or suggestions on like, let's start here so that it doesn't have to be, you know, a fire hose of of everything coming at once? Well, you know, one of the questions that I ask first is, do you need a website, Mm. right? Because there are some therapists that are pretty established in their community that have strong referral basis that get enough referrals from psychology today that don't necessarily want to have a living document that they have to take care of because that's what a website is, right? And so in those cases, it might not be super necessary to have a website. Your website is truly for a deep online presence somewhere where somebody can land and really get to know you and say, okay, this is my person. This is the person I want to work with. And so if if that's not really a need of yours, then you don't need to spend the time and energy doing it. Sure. If you're wanting to get started, I would say pick a Wix or a Squarespace, and they have really beautiful templates. And so you can just go in and um, sign up for a free Wix. I kept my affordable website building for a therapist as a free Wix website. So you can see how, uh, like how much you can do and not pay for anything. When we get into like SEO and deeper, like how to have people find you on Google, then, you know, that changes a little bit. You need a a paid subscription, but starting off, get a free version and just do a template and then plug in your information, right? It doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't have to be complicated. You can just get a free template plug in your information and you're done. Yeah. I like how you kind of differentiated between what a directory or like a psychology today profile will do versus your website, because there is a time and place for the directories, but there's, you're limited, like, and you're pretty limited with what you can put on there. And so to be able to really capture and draw that client in that, yes, this is the person I want to work with is possible, but it's a, it's definitely a challenge. And so even if you do have that, you know, pretty good copy with the psychology today, having that website, even if it's a free, you know, free version of it is great. So you can go in so much more depth and that the client can feel more confident that like, yep, no, you are the person that I want. Right. Yeah. And, you know, especially if you are trying to do private pay, yes. you can kind of explain 
Why am I private pay? Why do I charge this much? Why, you know, like get the, the client a little bit more comfortable with your fee. Um, also, you know, it's important to have that like deeper understanding of who you are. So there's like four different therapists on psychology today that they're looking for, and you have a website that really connects with them, then you're going to be the one that they go to. No, absolutely. And I think your point about, especially if you're private pay, you need that space outside of just that directory listing to really like show the depth of who you are and, and not just again, like who you are, but that you understand who the client is. Right. Well, and you can answer questions that the client has. Yeah. Right. So one of the things that I recommend for providers, not only for Googleability SEO stuff, yeah, but to answer questions is having a blog, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you do a certain type of therapy and they're like, oh, I wonder what that is. If you have a blog about what this is. Yeah then they get to know you. They have those answers before booking with you. Yeah. I'll share like a personal story. So like when I was first starting out with my website, having a blog was one of those things that, you know, I had been told, like, it's really important to have. And in my mind, like having a blog was like, oh, well, are you like one of these people that like you blog frequently and people follow you? And because I was like, I don't want this. I don't want to be that. That's not yeah. me. I don't have time for that. But once you think of it as exactly like you said, this is a way one to help with findability, right? Like you could, we could do a whole nother episode about just SEO, but like right. findability, but also specific questions. What does it look like to work with a therapist who treats postpartum anxiety and depression? What does it look like to use insurance to pay for your therapy? Or what does it look like to work with an online therapist? Whatever it is, it's a way to help bring more context and clarity to a potential client. So again, that like when they are reaching out to you, they are sold on you before you even have that initial consult or that initial first appointment. And a lot of the times too, I use it for my current clients. Yeah. for for consults, right? Because I use the Gottman method for couples therapy and a lot of people aren't familiar with that. And so in my consult, I'll say like, if you want to know more about that, I have a yeah. blog post about the seven principles of making marriage work. Yeah. Right? Or in session, if we're talking about goal setting, I'll say like, you know, we could spend an hour talking about goal setting or you can read my blog post about yep. smart goals. Yeah. Right. So I kind of use it as a resource for my current clients too. Yeah. No, I've done the same thing too, where I'm like for homework, (laughs) I want you to go read this one. I'm not saying it's like, because I'm a great writer, but there's stuff in there. I think you need to think about and process before you come to your next session. I would say this in session, but you can just read it outside of session. So we don't have to spend valuable getting deep time on that. Yeah what to get started, you know, it can just be really basic, free, get your information out there, have a place for clients to go. And it doesn't have to be this like big, scary thing, right? It's a living document. And, um, you know, I've been told I've had a couple of coaches that have helped me along the way too, right? I've been told, get it to 80% and then publish it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can go in and change it. 
you know, it's, it's fine to just have it there. (laughs) Sure. Sure. It's a, it's a presence, right? Right. Well, and I don't know for you, cause like for you designed your own for me, mm-hmm. when I go to my website, like I'm so proud of it, <laughs> that it's something that, you know, I can point to, and you can point to and be like, I made this and this is mine. Like, yes, maybe there was support of copy or how to make it look a certain way, but this is mine and I own it. It's not somebody else's mm-hmm. material. It's all mine. And like, this is something that I can be really proud of that I've created. Right. And even if you choose to not create it, right. If you choose to have somebody do everything, it's still yours. It's where people get to know you. You have control over your story, right. You can go in and change it. It's, you know, it is something to be proud of. You can share it with your family and friends and, you know, other, other uh, clinicians, if you're networking, right. Yeah. We've all been told we need to network in our private practice, but no one actually tells us how to do it or what to say. Enter Comprehensive Connecting, effective scripts that expand your networking community and actually fill your online practice. This free guide will give you effective scripts to connect with fellow clinicians, medical professionals, and community stakeholders to build strong networking relationships that will help fill your practice. In this guide, you will get tips and tricks for building relationships that will lead to referrals in your practice, real life examples of messages used to connect with referral sources, and customizable plug and send scripts for your specific practice needs. So download your free scripts guide today by going to bit.ly forward slash comp connecting. Now, are there certain things that you see people frequently do that you would say are like common mistakes or maybe stumbling blocks to getting started things that, you know, frequently pop up that you, you see in your work with clients? Yeah, I guess it really depends on the purpose of your website. If it's Mm -hmm. just like, okay, I am, um, I'm just having, I want something there Mm -hmm. that's a little bit more than psychology today, but I'm only getting psychology today people. Then, you know, it it doesn't really matter all that much of like what's on your website, but the number one thing, no matter how you're wanting to use your website is people talk about themselves too much. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. You know, um, on my website building page is not a really great example of this as far as like therapy websites, but, um, if you wanted to check out my therapy website. It's just Christina Anzel, my first and last name.com. Um, and even in my like about me section, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking right. about how you feel as a client when you work with yeah. me, right. Or what transformation you're going to get when you work with me. Sure. So I'm not talking about like my education or my experience or anything like that. Right. Cause you're not trying to sell yourself. You're trying to sell that transformation. Yeah. Um, So that's like number one mistake, no matter what you're trying to use your website for. Yeah. Talking about yourself is one of the things that I see. (laughs) Well, and I think for a lot of people, when we are starting out building a website or even a directory listing, and especially if we're at the beginning stage of building our practice, we think we have to sell ourselves, right? Like we need to convince people that I am the therapist 
for you. And so, yeah, I'm going to talk about myself and all of my credentials and all my trainings, but that doesn't help the client see how you can support them. Right. Like the fact that you're trained in the Gottman method, that's fantastic. But to the average lay person, that means not a lot. Right. And so instead flipping the the script and the copy, not about you, but about what is the client struggle and, you know, what is it like to work in therapy with you for transformation of that thing, I think is so important. Yeah. And that's essentially how you sell yourself, right. Is like, how am I different than the other people? And, you know, we're really good at recognizing emotion yeah. and pulling out that emotion. And so doing that in your copy rather than those like me and I and education pieces, right? Right, right. Which is our instinct to go to. We have to just fight that. Everybody's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we worked for yeah. it, like, right? Like we've earned it. And so, yeah, like we want to show that off, but to yeah. most people, it yes, we want to, they want to know that like we're credentialed, but other than that, it doesn't mean a whole lot to them. Right. Well, and there's, um, you know, again, if you want to check out my website, there are places in the website that you say that right for the people that are looking for that. So on my about me page, I have my education credentials and, and like certificates. Right. Um, and then on each specialty page, I have these are my specialties and these yeah. are the modalities that I use, but it's one little section. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something else that I see too, is that even if the website is pretty basic, so we're talking about, I'm just using it for psychology today, the design isn't consistent mm. um, or the, the feel is like, I want them to feel, I want to match how they're feeling now, which Mm -hmm. is like depressed or anxious or whatever. Right. Um, But in reality, you want to make them feel hopeful when they go to your website. Right. So pictures of people that are having conversation with someone when you're trying to reach that social anxious person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or somebody that looks really free when you're talking about depression, right? Rather than like somebody sitting in a dark cloud. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I've never thought of it that way, but that's so accurate, right? Like someone that is feeling depressed doesn't want to have images or like colors, right? That kind of reflect their current mood. They need to have a sense of hopefulness. And again, that like in coming to your site that like you might be that person to help them find that hope again. Right. Yeah. So you're trying to sell that transformation. You're not saying like, like there is a place for that empathy piece, but that's not your entire website. Sure. I'm curious for you and I'm shifting a little bit here. Yeah. Like for you, I'm a fellow military spouse and wearing all the hats of, you know, your mom, therapist, building your own site and helping others build their site. How has it been for you finding balance or having to pivot to make space for Mm -hmm. all of this? Yeah. And that's, um, I mean, that's essentially why I started building websites for other people too, because it does take a lot of 
time and energy to start out, right? And um, I've had to find that balance myself. And so I have a pretty rigid schedule. Yeah. Where I say this is work time. Yeah. This is work time for clients. This is work time for my website building. And this is family time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so, and I uh, am pretty good. Of course, I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty good at keeping to that schedule, right? I only do this during this time so that I'm not overflow. And that, that again, was a learning process. Sure, <laughs> right? sure. And what works for me? How do I find that balance? And um, for me, I just plugged everything into my calendar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think what's interesting, like, as I'm listening to you with that, I can so relate to that and that, yeah, it is this constant, like pivoting and adjusting and finding what works, but even like when it comes to whether you're building your practice or building your site, I feel like it's very Mm -hmm. relevant to that too, that it doesn't have to be perfect, right. That you can pivot, you can shift, you know, it, you don't have to hit launch on the practice or go live on the site when until it's like absolutely perfect. But that taking that leap of faith of I'm either starting the practice or I'm starting the website. Let me just get something going and create a space for that in my schedule can help to make other stuff then shift and and move forward too. Yeah. And you know, it's a huge, um, when we talk about balancing your schedule and making sure that you're not over doing yourself or like burning yourself out it's about delegating right and figuring out what you're okay with not having control over and for me I really enjoy building websites and talking to new therapists and like giving them inspiration um cleaning not so much yeah (laughs) I don't like cleaning like it's it doesn't do anything for me and so I delegate out that task sure right um Cause I could very easily in my schedule build in like doing housework yeah. when my son is at daycare. Right. But that's not something that gives me energy. And so I'm sure. going to take that task off of my plate. Well, and I think that that's something like, obviously in our personal lives, we have to, you know, recognize and do, but also there are areas in our business to do that. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, recognizing where are those spaces to either say, I'm completely handing this off to somebody else, or I'm inviting somebody else into this space with me. So like for me, I felt comfortable in building my own site. I did that myself. But then once I realized SEO was something that was going to be really important and valuable to me, I quickly was like, no, no, (laughs) I'm handing this off to somebody else. This is more valuable for me to hire somebody to do that for me. And so I think, you know, when it comes to websites, a lot of times people are, it feels intimidating or I don't have the time to do that, but it doesn't either have to be, I'm completely handing it off to somebody or I'm not doing it at all. Right. It can be kind of like your model of doing it together or having that support and, you know, recognizing when, when do I have that space to do it myself? And when is it time to say, Nope, I need to have somebody else come in and that, yeah, there is an investment upfront with some of that stuff, but what is the kind of ROI (laughs) that you're going to get from that? And time is a big, big one of those. Right. 
And um, like speaking of mistakes, right? One of the number one mistakes that I see of people making is spending too much time or too much money yeah. on anything really, but because we're talking about websites sure. and website building on, on the website, right? Is kind of figuring out that ROI. Am I, uh, is it worth it to spend time learning or is it worth it to spend money? Yeah. And if I'm deciding to spend money, what's reasonable, what's within my budget? Sure. How do I, you know, when I was thinking about, um, like delegating my website out, I didn't not have the resources. It's sure. like anywhere from 3000 to $10,000, depending yeah. on <laughs> what you're wanting. Right. Um, mine and I, um, label myself as affordable because I'm way less than 3000 even. Sure. Right. Um, so it's, it's what is within my budget for time and money and how can I get the most out of what I can give? Right. Because you're either going to spend time or you're going to spend money. Like one of the two is going to happen. And so, right. Right. Like there may be certain times when you're like, it doesn't make sense to spend X amount of money. And then there's other times where it's like, I know this thing is valuable, but I don't have the time to spend on it. Right. So, you know, how can I make that investment to make that thing happen? Yeah. I know you have a um, free webinar coming up. Can you share a little bit mm -hmm. about that for our listeners? Yeah. So it's just a, um, a brief overview. We'll get into a little bit more about like what to include on your website. I know we talked a lot today about um, just like having a website and it can be basic or more in depth. Um, so if you're wanting something more in depth, that is findable on Google. Um, we'll talk more about like what to put in your website and the different sections and, you know, how many words and all of that. Um, so August 25th, it's only 30 minutes from 12 to 1230 on August 25th. And then, you know, you have the option of working with me individually. Um, I do have a couple of different options from like me doing it everything or a little bit of the middle sure. or just like teaching right so the freebie is the the 30 minutes yeah and then uh, you can you can reach out to me too if you want to learn a little bit more yeah. And we'll have all that information and links to that in the show notes. So that's um, August 25th and that's 12 PM Pacific standard time. So yes. 3 PM Eastern standard time. And so there'll be a link to the zoom room that'll be in the show notes. And then we'll also have a link um, to your website. So if someone wants to just get more information about that, that workshop and webinar, they can contact you that way um, or just about mm -hmm. additional services that you provide provide, um, they can reach out to you through that as well. Anything yeah. else to leave our listeners with before we wrap up today? I think, you know, just the, the piece of it feels overwhelming. It does not have to be perfect. You can go on to Wix or Squarespace, um, and just look at it. Yeah. Right. Just take that first step. 
and then you can kind of feel it out. I know that Wix is free for ever if you want to kind of go in and, and mess with it. And Squarespace, they give you two weeks to kind of build before doing a, a paid subscription. So just go in and check it out, right? Yeah. It, even if that's the first step, it doesn't have to be, I have to go and build my website right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go get right. some data to make an informed choice. Right, right. Or, you know, yeah, like play around with it. it see which site you want to go with. Do just like that, that first step rather sure. than... If I start on this, that means I have to build an entire website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Christina, it's been such a pleasure getting to chat with you. And for those who are listening who yeah. are in our village community, she's actually going to be doing a presentation for us in August about mm -hmm. building websites. And so if you're not a part of that community, you can um, check out the show notes for a link to join us. And I hope that everyone will sign up um, and, and come to your webinar in August too. Really appreciate yeah. you taking the time to share with us here today. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. Check the show notes for all links and resources mentioned in the show. If you found today's episode helpful or inspiring, be sure to share it with your therapist friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave your five-star rating and review. It truly means so much to me and will help us get our message of empowerment out to other women and mom clinicians. And I'd love to connect with you in our Facebook community. So check out the show notes for the link or head to bit.ly forward slash raise to empower to join us. I'll see you back here next week.